0: The following show is sponsored by...
1: Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the bivvy stick at sat123.com. I took a fall from a ladder fixing my Christmas tree and uh, I had heard about the Juvent and
2: uh, got a hold of one and tried. But but I, I feel strong enough and stable enough that i can take it on now
3: to learn more about this micro impact platform go to juvent.com
1: the global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets and the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value the treasure island coins and precious metals company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of brighton.tv brightonmetals.com
0: and great viewers like you.
2: Hey, good afternoon, patriots. This is me, <laughs> right here with Vardis FM here on Brighton TV, with a nice reflection of my glasses of the screen. Hey, just I don't have any idea where this show is going to go today, other than the fact we're going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the world, a lot of other current events, and the fact that today's my birthday. So I figured this was a good day to just like let loose and see what happens. But in all truth, good day to talk about a lot of important things that are going on in the world And those include things like the psychopathic pedophile elites that have now been, are being exposed daily, including the synagogue in New York, the sort of pressure on things going on in the world to make us all comply to their will and probably the things to be expecting as we come in this coming year between April and November, two big months to pay attention to because these people are desperate and they're going to do anything they can to try to get us back into the bottle. And once you're out. You're free, so stay free. We'll be right back after these messages.
4: Ready? Shout out to Bridian. Thank you so much for having us on. It's been an amazing experience. You awesome. are always posting amazing things. And thank you, Mike Adams. It's been an Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Love you, Mike.
0: Hello, I'm Anna Kane with The Flame. And I'm Nicola Roscoe with The Flame. And we just want to thank Brideon for having us on their show. And we want to encourage everybody to break out of the Movable Middle. Go to theflameusa.com, Get your subscription to our fastest growing newspaper. And um, thank you, Mike Adams, for having us. Thank you, Mike Adams, for having us. We love you.
4: In 2020, the Idaho legislature passed a law that said if Roe v. Wade was ever overturned, abortion would immediately be illegal in the state with exception for Life of the Mother, rape, or incest. Well, two years later, Roe was overturned, and wouldn't you know, the Biden administration sued the state, and a lower court blocked the law from going into effect. But last week, the U.S. Supreme Court reversed that. Predictably, the White House criticized the court and said Idaho's law was dangerous. The problem with most leftists is they fail to complete their sentences. Yes, Idaho's abortion law is dangerous. It's dangerous for the bank balance of doctors who tear unborn babies from the womb as a form of post-coitus birth control. It's also dangerous for the egos of power-hungry authoritarians. On the upside, Idaho's Defense of Life Act is not dangerous to the future of unborn babies who, instead of being torn apart, will be able to run and play and have a life.
2: Hey, Patriots, we're back here on Brighton on TV with Bart's FM podcast. Lots to discuss today, but we're going to start. Did I say discussed? It probably did. Discuss today. Lots to discuss today. But before we begin, um, we are dealing with some crazies in the world, what I collectively call the psychopath pedophile elites. And they are not kidding about trying to prevent us from waking up. They'll do anything to keep you asleep and keep you in alignment and obedient to them. So what does that mean? What it translates to, honestly, honestly, is that they're willing to do just about anything. Any big group of people that's willing to sacrifice kids is willing to sacrifice anything in your life. And part of that is getting you dependent on them by destroying the electronics, which they've literally woven into about everything in our life, which we don't need. But we don't, we don't get out of it that quickly. So that's why we have EMP Shield. EMPShield.com is a great protection it's a protection against emp level one two and three also solar flares and lightning strikes it's a veteran-owned company it's an american-made product it's american tested and some of the in the best labs not some of the best labs the best labs and it's a place that it's a device that you need literally on your atv your cars your house any of your any of your systems that you need that are electronic dependent and they have all the devices you need and they've got a great special going on right now if you Buy two, you get an additional ten percent off. But your regular code promo code Bards B A R D S gets you fifty dollars off and free shipping. So mm-hmm. head on over to empshield.com. You're gonna find an amazing resource library over there. How to install all the all the documentation for certification. What they're about. Great product. There's nothing like it. And I've got it on the Jeep. My dad's got it on his vehicles. And then we have all sorts of other applications we put them on, including the, the, the uh, panel in the house, the solar systems if you have those, a standalone generator if you have that, ham radio station, base station, all those things, awesome. So anyway, you need one, you need two, you need whatever you need to protect your environment because you just don't know what's going to come. And this is one of these crazy things in the world we live in right now that we literally don't know what they're going to do, but we need to take the precautions necessary to make sure that we will continue to function fine as they try to disrupt our lives. So head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get $50 off and free shipping. You're not going to be disappointed. Great, great, great product. Okay, there you go. All right, so today, I'm, a, I'm an 11 baby, by the way. Lots of things about that 11 that makes, make a lot of sense to me, and I'm not a numbers guy typically, but 11 is probably one of the numbers I look out for the most. So there's a lot of just things to pay attention to as we head into this year. And it's not, it is a big year. This year is, uh, there is going to be a lot going on this year. It's going to have to keep us on our toes and we're going to have to stay very vigilant on what we're doing and how we continue to respond to the foolish things that they're trying to do to us, which they never stop. I would say right now, one of the biggest months we have facing us is April, because there is a full solar eclipse. You can basically expect that they're going to try to make some event out of that. There will probably be a false flag event, and that false flag event will likely be leading to trying to get people back into the state of fear. Remember, most of the world that we're in right now is framed on trauma conditioning, trauma programming. And that sort of trauma-based programming has allowed them to use fear as a weapon system and seed the future of what's going to happen. If you've been paying attention to movies, which is a good thing to, if you really want to get a trend, pay attention to the films that are coming out and see where they are and try to get an idea of what they're trying to put into your mind. One of the big ones, big themes right now is civil war and total societal collapse and some sort of massive disaster that's going to leave society paralyzed and crippled for the rest of, of time. When we understand the nature of who we are and the fact that we literally, and I say this many times, we are literally quantum souls. We have the ability through prayer to heal and to, uh, to affect things. And by our free will and our agreement into things, we have an ability to shape outcomes. They know this. They know this very much about us. So the more that they can condition us to prepare us for a doom and we accept that doom as an outcome, we will be part of their plan to make it happen. It's just a simple fact. So it's it's extremely positive to focus on the principles of life, not the principles of death. So we're fighting a spirit of death, and that's who they are, and we are representing a spirit of life. So everything we do has to be projected towards life and not spellcasting ourselves into the pits of hell, which is literally what their whole mission is, is to get us to embrace their mission of taking us to hell with them. And I honestly just say, no, it's just not going to happen, and we all have to do that collectively. But... April will be a big month. April is also the month. On April 19, 1775 was the Battle of Lexington-Concord, which was the first major battle between the colonialists and the British, in which the British royally got routed for killing a few colonialists in Lexington. And then on their march to Concord were routed by the patriots who assembled, rallied, and then used guerrilla tactics to tear apart the British formations and literally leave lay waste to the British. That is on the heels of... That follows just all sorts of other issues the british were doing including occupying boston with literally one soldier for every two people and getting in presence from the from the empire that the colonialists even though they were british citizens they were being treated like second-class citizens and worse slaves we're getting very close to that now and what we have is is the same cycle of insanity that's going on in our world and our country it's looking at one class of people and we'll just for the sake of talking, we're just going to call them patriots because you're this class of people that seek a couple of things. They want to have the freedom of religion and they want to have the freedom of thinking in addition to the freedom of speech. But free thought is a most dangerous weapon ever deployed against these people. And they want it destroyed. And their plan, generally speaking, as we roll into this, is to weaponize the the societal part of the, the part of society that has become obedient drones, and they want to weaponize them so that they will support the annihilation and atrocity, killing, kind of the uh, killing fields of Cambodia-type Khmer Rouge approach to a slaughtering everybody that does not think like them. That is their ultimate goal. Let's just be very clear. Unfortunately, this group of people, which I'm part of, you're part of, we don't really agree on that too much and we don't agree with their idea that they can subdue us without a fight and that bothers them a great deal so it makes us makes them hate us more even more. And so they will continue their pressure to do things and I just say this I emphasize this I literally just had lunch or had a, a brunch meeting and had this made the same comment just in a common person that we know which in fairness I mean it's 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 family matters but when you stay, start to look at families and you start to look at who was for the vax, and you start to realize that those people that were pro-vax would have been okay with having vaccinations forced upon others, including their parents and their family members. This is part of weaponizing the left, or what we got to call the obedient drones, the NPCs, towards the patriot side of the country. And we have to really kind of stay away from the political stereotypes because it's not really that clean anymore because we actually had a bunch of conservatives out here that took the VAX as well, that were became NPCs as well. So it is really important to appreciate that there is a a very powerful agent in play here that has already been able to move into people's minds and infiltrate them to such a degree that they would actually agree with having a part of the society injected illegally mandated and do so without free will, because they were so afraid themselves of something that honestly didn't exist, but they were so overcome by the narcotic of fear that they literally were stepping into a place of saying, everyone else has to be fearful like me, and the only way through my fear is for everyone else to suffer like me. This is, this is the world we live in, and it's it's a, it's a sad state of affairs to realize that hatred, division, the idea of imposing your will upon another forcefully, those, those have become kind of standard protocols for the people that are buying into this, even intangentially buying into this idea that the, the society now has to be run differently. I mean, there's so much agreement and the collective agreement that the government is broken, that's true. The government is probably some form of a, t- a tyranny, for the most part, true. The left, I don't think, sees it quite that way. What we call the woke culture more than anything. I think they see this government is doing good forcing people to their free will. This is the problem with woke is it's rooted in DEI, which is it's the whole diversity, equity, and in, in inclusiveness concept, which is a religion. And DEI is a teaching principle that is, is teaching people that in, in the sense of looking at diversity, we have to stop looking at things traditionally. We have to start looking at the minorities to raise them up because they're more valuable since they were repressed by those that are now in power. Equity is the idea that we all have to share share in, in the wealth. Nobody has, can have difference. Inclusion means we have to include everybody, including the pedophile elites, the pedophiles that are out here cruising our streets and trying to groom our children to have their genitals cut off and their breasts severed from their body. This is the whole distorted religion. And it's there, a religion that has cropped in very heavily into the church, unfortunately. And it's a sixth statement. And the church has embraced this because it's being—it's twisting the teachings of Christ. And so, in how it does it is, it, they try to argue that Christ is is all about love. So, if Christ is about love, then DEI is equally about the functionality of love, of how we bring that into effect in a material world. So, diversity, equity, inclusion, and, and, and inclusion, I think inclusion is right. I think that's the right word at the end. But anyway, it's it's the whole idea that we're bringing everybody together, right? And when we do this, inclusiveness, we are, we are now approaching a greater understanding because in this deeper part of this religion of TEI, we are imperfect. God made us imperfect. Therefore, we have to find a greater, a closer approximation to perfection, which is that we all should be getting along. That the imperfections that Christians believe in, like you shouldn't be gay, Gay is a sin. Raping children is a sin. Uh, deciding to cut off your balls is and your genitals and turn yourself into a girl is a sin. I mean, that sort of thing right there. They see that as, as an abomination. That we should never be that way. We should judge nobody because nobody can be judged in any fashion. There's no rules. It's do as thou wilt. That is their only rule. And that's the satanic belief structure. So do as thou wilt without accountability leads to DEI, which then... They pour into the church, and the church, which has a weak pulpit, says, oh, wait, I, I can see that idea. I can see how we, would, we must love everybody. So we'll love everybody because maybe we'll bring them to Christ. And it's okay because we know that Jesus will love you, and you'll go to heaven just the same, even though you've cut off your genitals or you're, you've had your daughter's breasts removed or you know, you're having sex with a donkey. That's okay because that's your choice, but God loves everybody. Remember these words, and it's scriptural. Love what God loves, hate what God hates. And understand that there's a reason for that. There are good things and bad things in life, and there's not an inclusion strategy. So if you're part of a church that's like flying an LGBTQ flag, aka the pedophile flag, I would run. If you can't take that church over within, get out of there. Because that's no longer on God's favorable list. And unless you have a calling to be there, to try to transform the church, get out of it. Our churches in this nation are so corrupted. To the large degree. Not every one of them. I hear this all the time. Every time I say that, somebody will say, yeah, but. Okay, there's always the but. But as a collective whole, the churches are not speaking the power that they need to be speaking in the pulpit. Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we were. Our country was grounded in the pulpit. A pulpit that was bold. A pulpit that was mighty. A pulpit that spoke about tyranny. A pulpit that talked about the things of what was right and wrong morally. If there was going to be discussions like they were today, they'd be taking on the discussions of homosexuality, lesbianism, LGBTQ nonsense right from the pulpit daily, every Sunday, every every day. They'd be slamming it. And my guess is if our early pastors had the ability to have the internet where they could literally deliver a message every day, they'd be doing it every day. But we just have to get back to that place of the fire and brimstone of the pulpit just speaking truth of God into a place of saying, hey, There is a right and there's a wrong there is a moral way that we do this there is a moral foundation that we have to reset there is a moral courage that we have to have to speak the truth and in so doing you're going to find people will walk away from you they'll step back they'll go wait 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 i don't know if i want to come if i'm comfortable with that you're not asked to call everybody to the to the line to convert everybody you're asked to reach the one out of the 99 regularly and to engage them and to lift them up and to pray into them and we'll pray for everybody. That's not a problem. But you're not going to reach everybody. Our idea is to plant seeds. We might pass through and plant seeds here. That might be the 50th, the 100th, or the 1,000th seeds that's been planted. Guarantee you, at some point, those seeds will take root. But you never know when it's going to happen. So we just keep going after that message. We have to. This war is so spiritual in a sense. I think I talked about it last week, but if I didn't, it's important. The letter of military accountability and it's the Declaration of Military Accountability, which is now becoming acronym-wise DMA. It's the letter that was signed by 231 signatories. I'm one of them. And it was a very really big honor to be asked. These are veterans, all of us, that have called for the accountability within the Department of Defense. You can find this letter at militaryaccountability.com, militaryaccountability.com. You can even add your name to the digital version of that, though the original signatory letter, it will never change. This is a spiritual war. We're fighting an enemy that's unbelievable and we are calling for accountability. And this is the one thing that this enemy ceases to have and never wants to have, because if they have accountability, everything that they do falls apart and it's at the core of winning among other things, but it's at the core of winning. So it's, As we move through into April and we start moving there into November, you can expect that there's going to be some groundwork laid. Remember, in May, they signed the WHO Treaty, which gives away every bit of our rights down to our personal rights, which allows these thugs to literally walk into your house and take it for the sake of the fact you didn't comply with some carbon credit score or something. There's no limits to what they can do under this new powers. And they they want this full power because their whole idea is since you will not give them their property, they will steal it. I mean, look at what happens in Lahaina. They just burn you out. Little little directed energy weapon, burn your property down, change the weather patterns with, with weather warfare, use some active agents on the ground that use accelerants to help it along, you know, then make sure that the military comes in and, and FEMA and seals it all off and, and doesn't allow the, the insurance agents to do the assessment of damage so they can't do the payouts from the insurance policies while you keep people on the hook to make the payments, their mortgage payments on their land, which many can't. Once they default, the bank takes the land. And when do you, where do you think the land goes? Guarantee you it's going to go into some portfolio of some billionaire. And it will probably be picked up by Blackstone or something and then pounded into some portfolio that will be managed by BlackRock and then ultimately Vanguard. I mean, this, this is the game that they're doing right now. They're sweeping up property. They're sweeping up people's livelihoods. They're destroying them. And unfortunately, people are standing by going, okay, I, I'm going to. I'm going to be calm. Love is not to stand here on the side. I mean, the heavenly love isn't to stand here on the side and be pulled pulled over by by a steam truck or a steam engine. I mean, seriously. There has to be some pushback on this. And Lahaina was trying to fight this fight for some time, but they've been left to strand. They knew this. That's why they did it on the island so no one would pay attention. Everything is about a test bubble. Just like what they're doing in Ecuador right now. You take a look at what's going on in Ecuador. They somehow... The, gangs of tw- the 22 gangs prisoners got out into the streets. I mean, I'm sure that's like, oops. Uh, hey, Jim, did you, did you remember to lock the door to the prison? No, I forgot, Joe. Oh, darn. I guess we'll have to deal with a little problem with cleanup because the prisoners all got out. And where did they, where's the first place they went? They went to the university. Why did they go to the university? Because children, the kids at the university are already being programmed by these leftists to hate their countries. And to believe in one world government. So when you see this and people come in, like the cartels, they start taking hostages and are going to start killing, executing kids, which apparently they did. There's the trauma. And then you have the trauma that builds a bond, which is like Stockholm syndrome. And these kids are already primed to hate their country. Now turn and say, I hate my country. And this person here that did this horrible crimes and raped these people in front of me and killed these people in front of me. They can't be held accountable because it's all about racism. It's all about white supremacist activity. There's no logic. But they're so deeply programmed that if they, look, if they do anything otherwise than this, their whole programming starts to unravel. This is trauma-based programming. This is how effective it is. And it's deeply rooted in our culture. And it's something where it's going to take a tremendous amount of effort for us to break. And the way we break that is Scripture. It's how we break it. It's not difficult. We break it. So we have to continue that process of trying to break down this trauma-based programming and getting to the hearts of the people to wake them up and to have them see where the real walk is here. Because the real walk is not in the consumption of things that we do or staying isolated from the world, but the real walk now is to lean in aggressively and make a very clear statement as to what we're trying to accomplish. We want our countries turned back to a representative republic. We don't want to go to a communist pithole that they want to put us in. We want the restoration of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and right on down. And we want new amendments put up in that will hold accountable each of the politicians, including term limits, which is a biggie, and a few other things, including how voting is done. Once we get to these processes and we start to understand that we don't need electronics and future digital methods, we need to go back to paper ballots. We need to get down to a real, real honest vote. I believe America will reset pretty quickly if we can get to that point. But it's going to be a hard grind to get there because these infected people that are running the government are everywhere, and they've managed to infiltrate them down to the lowest levels in the smallest areas. So we're looking at quite a year ahead of us because we have a big election in 2020. Or 2024, excuse me, that election is is going to be for the presidency, which that's a whole nother thing. I've always said that if Trump wins, then we know that we know for certain that the elections are rigged because there hasn't been any change right now in the voter system. It's just gotten worse. Definitely hasn't gotten better. But. I would suspect that there's probably going to be a hack to the hack. They're going to hack the system with everything they want, and there's a whole constituency of people that do not want anybody but Trump in power, and they're well-situated, and they have a lot of the tools to make this happen. My guess is if Trump wins, you can be guaranteed it is in your boat. It's the master hand of the, of the big players that have managed to do something behind the scenes to work in their favor this time rather than not. But that's part of this game. It's part of us accepting untruths, apparently, because what we see, we're supposed to believe. We can't do that. I just absolutely have to stop functioning in that way and start functioning as Americans. The understanding that we're going to hold people accountable as patriots because it's a government by and for the people and government is below the people. And when we finally get to that place and start to really understand what we are talking about and what we're doing, we're at a new level here getting back to the roots of our way our founding fathers intended us to be and doing something really incredible, running a country. Because a republic requires something rather fantastic. It requires that we as the people become engaged and informed. And if we're not going to do that, then we are literally passing by one of the greatest opportunities ever known to man, which was that a government would be run by and for the people. And that means being engaged, running to office. Now, we're seeing a lot of this happen, don't get me wrong, and it's exciting. And that's part of back to the letter of the 231, because these are veterans that are focused on one aspect, accountability within our military, the decriminal acts and criminality. And literally in doing that, they have caused a ripple effect across all of society. We know that if we go to the core of the problem, which is the military, and we get the military to write itself, hold these generals accountable, which, by the way, not one single flag officer, that means one star to four star, not one of them put their career on the line to stop this illegal COVID injection stuff for the military. And that story, the more that you get into it, is more horrific even than the public had because the military was given an approved product, which was from Germany. And I want to say it's called community I think. I don't get the name quite right, but Comiridity. That product was approved by the FDA to take by soldiers. And in so doing, the military didn't, wasn't able to get enough doses for what their goal was. So at the last minute, a bait and switch was made to rely on the Pfizer shot, which is not even close. And the damage that's being done by this shot is phenomenal. People have died, people have been wounded, people have been permanently disabled. And if you're in a senior leadership in this in our government, in our I mean, in our military, you can very well expect that you're going to be under course martial at a certain point for investigation of crimes against humanity, crimes against your oath, and crimes against the country, which would be translated to treason. All of these things have to start coming to a head, and they're going to as we push forward on them together because we're going to shake the root of this country. And in so doing, we will be able to restore the Constitution and the the Declaration of Independence principles of by and for the people. Patriots will be right back after these messages.
3: Here's a recipe from HealthRangerStore.com. How to make superfood hot cocoa. Here are the ingredients 8 ounces of hot water, 2 tablespoons Groovy B Organic Cocoa Energize, 2 tablespoons Groovy B Collagen Peptides, and 1 teaspoon Groovy B Organic Nonfat Milk Powder. Blend all ingredients together carefully in a heat proof cup. The milk powder blends better in cold water, so you may want to make the milk first, then add the liquid to the hot beverage. For more recipes and products, shop at HealthRangerStore.com.
0: euthanasia capitals of the world, Canada, is back in the news for the high number of citizens that die throughout the country via assisted suicide every single day. According to the latest figures, 36 Canadians die every single day with the help of a government-approved doctor. In fact, euthanasia is now so popular in Canada that it makes up 4.1% of deaths nationwide. This is a significant increase since 2021 when just 3.3% of Canadian deaths every year were the result of euthanasia. The fourth annual report on medical assistance in dying, or MAID for short, for 2022, which was just released last month, states that since 2016, euthanasia has claimed the lives of almost 45,000 Canadians. MAID was legalized in 2016, by the way. That year, 1,018 Canadians chose to die under the program. Just six years later in 2022, that annual figure of Canadian euthanasia deaths skyrocketed to 13,241 people, which works out to about 36 euthanasia deaths daily throughout Canada. Over the past two years, excess deaths in England have soared, particularly among the fully vaccinated for COVID-19. New government data shows that one million fully jabbed people in England have died since the start of 2022, this compared to just 61,000 unvaccinated people in England. About one in three English people never received a single COVID injection, based on the high number of excess deaths among the remaining two-thirds of English people who received at least one COVID injection. One would expect there to be far more than just 61,000 unvaccinated deaths if COVID jabs really are safe and effective, as claimed. The fact that there were only 61,000 unvaccinated deaths compared to 1 million vaccinated deaths, based on the 1 to 3 ratio of vaccinated versus unvaccinated across English society, shows that the fully jabbed are dying at a significantly higher rate than the unvaccinated.
4: With so many military-aged men from terrorist states and foreign militaries coming into this country illegally, and let li- Hey, patriots,
2: what is that? me asleep. I'm I'm right wide awake. Hunter. What is going on?
4: (laughs) You see the Just to go do whatever. It's a valid question every American should ask. Why aren't Joe Biden and Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas being investigated for treason? We're talking tens of thousands of Chinese nationals in the last four months alone. Representative Mark Green was recently asked at a press conference to confirm these reports, and he did. Coincidentally, China's president recently said that China must fight escalating oppression from the West. Well, that's not a phrase taken from the song Kumbaya. 20,000 Chinese nationals in four months has all the earmarks of a fifth column, and nobody in D.C. seems to want to do anything about it. Waving such people in should be considered treasonous. Do we have any legislators who will step up and prioritize putting a stop to this? If they don't, The Bleeding Hearts may end up with Bleeding Hearts.
2: Hey, y'all, it's Glenn. I'm standing right here in front of Bridie on TV Media's recording station. Listen, we got a brand new single dropping on radio next week. Y'all listen to your country music station. Ask for No New Normal. It's coming to a radio station near you. Y'all check me out. Instagram, TheGlennBakerBand, and check out on. TV. Thank you, Mike Adams, for what you do.
3: Here's how to make a creamy blueberry coconut smoothie using safe and organic products from the Health Ranger store. Here are the ingredients. Four tablespoons of coconut milk powder, one tablespoon of freeze-dried blueberry powder, one frozen banana, and one cup of water. Place all ingredients in a blender. Blend until smooth. For more recipes and our organic lab-tested products, visit our website at healthrangerstore.com. in that state up north. Thank you so much for watching TV, the fastest growing streaming network in the world. I'm blessed to have the Ohio Bread Show for God and Country in Sports every Wednesday, 4 to 5 Eastern Standard Time.
0: And tune in every single Sunday and every single Tuesday on the front lines with Christy Hutcherson. Hard-hitting news live sometimes in the field truth that you're not seeing anywhere else. Thank you so much, Brighty on TV. Tune in. It is the fastest growing. And also, thank you so much, Mike Adams. We appreciate you very much. We love our head
3: coach, Mike Adams. God bless you. Here's how to make your own 100% organic cold brew coffee using certified organic coffee beans from healthrangerstore.com. For more products, please visit our store at HealthRangerStore.com.
2: Alright, well we are so excited and thankful to the Lord for Brian. Uh, we are so excited for what Mike Adams and his team have put together to give us a voice that can speak freely without being censored and without being taken down from our platform and all those kind of things. Thank you for standing up for freedom. Thank you for letting people have the ability to speak freely in our nation. Thank you so much and around the world. God bless you. We love you.
3: Here's how to make a healthy magnesium smoothie. Here are the ingredients using some of our products from healthrangerstore.com. Simply pour all ingredients in a blender and blend until combined. For more recipes, products and more, Please visit our store at healthrangerstore.com.
2: And order pack. I don't know if you got a chance to see that awesome frame grab. It was there, still frame lockout when I. Lean back in my chair and close my eyes and like I was snoring through the show. I'm all wide awake. Here I am. But our, everything froze up. Hey, we're going to talk, as we kind of close out, we're going to be a little short on time today because we just had a whole reboot and I had to, my computer had to do updates, which is always the things that happen in these days. But anyway, what I want to kind of lead into with our one of the sponsors that leads us to the concluding part of the show, which is the Founder's Bible. Now, listen, the Founders Bible is literally the Bible for our time. It is, it's unprecedented in what it is. It's, it's, it's for our time equivalent of the Gutenberg Bible of the Revolutionary War. It is a Bible that's unlike any other because it weaves in the histories of our nation and about governance and how governance is done. And it's so essential that everybody has one of these and reads these. And just to give you the commitment that I have right now, because God has put this on my heart and I'm doing this. I'm in the process right now of reading this Bible fr- from front to back by the end of the month at high speed read. And I really encourage you to do this because it's not always that we have to sit and marinate on every word. Sometimes we just need to get the word in us. And this Bible has a ton of things in it. It looks like we may have just frozen again. So do we just freeze again? Maybe we'll see. Okay. So anyway, okay. That's, I don't, it can't be on my end. Is I'll just keep talking here for a minute. So anyway, you, you get to see a frozen picture of me. You get to see the Founder's Bible moving, head on over to foundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. And in doing so, um, take advantage of, your know, use the arts code, B-A-R-T-S, and you'll be able to take advantage of a great savings of 20% on the Founder's Bible, and you need to get one. They have all, all versions that are available, including the digital version. You should have it, and it's something to study and read and read completely. So real quick, can we put up a, a freeze frame and take me off? Can we come cover the screen with something other so I can talk it out or what do we have? Good, and, and then just like, I'll tell you what, just put, give me that, that'll be good. I'm just gonna talk this right here the rest of the show. Just hold it right there. How's that? Perfect, can you hold it? Perfect, okay. So you're not gonna see me for the rest of the show because for whatever reason, we're getting freezing me up all day today. I'm assuming we can hear my voice, is that right? Is that correct? Okay, so I, I'm I'm so just so you know, I'm talking to the producer and the behind the scenes here, and we're trying to figure out what's going on because this is the second time it's frozen up, which is not surprising. But anyway, I'm just going to talk this through. Um, when you get a chance, just get a freeze frame and don't scroll anymore. So, like the way we had before, that image, which is fine. We can do this or another, but yeah, no problem. Okay, sounds good. All right, so here's the folks. Here's the thing. I wanted to. just... You can do Founder's Bible. Go over there, get a copy. Use your promo code BARS B A R D S. Get twenty percent off. Get one in your house. You can see me. I have one right at my desk, and I'm reading it cover to cover right now. And do read it cover to cover. It's it would be the best piece of a time you've ever spent in in your in your life. Now, why do why is this so important right now? Back in the spring of 2021, the name of Bards of War was changed to Bards FM. That was Ultimate a very difficult move. It was murder. I, I'm really, even I, as I prayed on it and I did it, I even questioned whether I heard God's voice right. And I'm very serious. I remember even being on the floor of my knees asking for forgiveness if I had missed this because Bards of War was such a powerful name and I changed it to Bards FM. And it has, and there was a lot of things, that, there was a reasons that was done on many different levels. And I just, I was praying that I had heard it right. And I did. God was leading to was Bards FM, meaning Storytellers and Field Manual, which was FM. And it, it didn't make as much sense to me then as it makes to me now, because the Field Manual is the Bible. in the way that I read it, the way I operate, the way this story, this channel, Bards FM works, the Field Manual is the Bible. And this is our Field Manual for spiritual war. And it's everything we need from front to back to win this war everything you don't need anything more it's the bible you put everything else aside you can just just let read the bible get the word in you and in so doing absorb that in such a profound way that you will constantly have the word and letting god work you into that space of what you need right now we need people marinating in the word and reaching to god for the greater gifts the talents and the authorities which we have more than ever and there's never been a time more important than this and right now, than the place that we are at, than to start getting ourselves deep in the Word and why the Founder's Bible becomes such a critical doc, critical document. It's a book. It's a field manual. It was a, if you I know the story behind it, how, and it's in the beginning, how Brad Cummings, a good friend of mine who was actually called to do this, and in my personal opinion, I think this is Brad's life's calling, to be honest with you. That's another long story. Might have to get him on the show and just ask him about that. But this book, this version of the Bible, I don't think there's been a more important Bible in all of our time. And this is because it is the Bible that takes us to the root of how our nation was intended to be governed and shows us how in Scripture, through Scripture, our founding fathers formed and forged the foundation of this nation and how Scripture, Christian Scripture, not Judeo-Christian, Christian Scripture, was the foundation of this nation. I mean, it's amazing because what's up on the screen right now is such an amazing place that was stopped in the, in the screen slide, which is America stands at the crossroads of human history. We are there again. This is where we are right now. It's the crossroads of human history. And we have a choice to make, whether we're going to lead the world or they are going to fall into the memories and annals of the abysses of lost empires. God is not done with our nation. Far from it. This nation was anointed. This nation was given to a steward for the future and future generations. In fact, there were prophetic words given to our founding fathers that there would be three revolutions. And according to those prophetic words, we're in the third and final revolution, which is the revolution that finally unites America and brings us into the next into the next horizon. That's where I believe we are. But see, in order to get there, we, we need something to show us the richness of Scripture into the application of our nation. That's, again, why Founder's Bible is so important, the timely event of this. And it's a a passion fire. You have to have to get into this and read it. And just sit down and read it. And commit yourself, drive yourself hard. Push as hard as you can to getting through this from front to back, everything. And and yes, it's a Bible, but it's a Bible with the histories in. history. In segmented histories throughout uh, taking scripture and showing you where it fits into the way our founding fathers were looking at the country, the arguments they were making, the things they were drafting, the challenges of the time. And it begins to bring to life the richness of our own nation and why it is so targeted, why it is so hated. Because not only is it we the people, it's we the people, the subordinate foot of God. That are leading this nation, which means in a sense, and this think about this, when you take royalty and monarchies of the world at the time, which saw themselves as gods of the world, our founding fathers literally, and I've said this before, the words I've said is they have, they trolled the world in such a magnificent way that it managed to piss off every single leader across the globe. Why? Because what they said is we have a king, but it's not you and it's not of the fleshly kind. For our country is ruled over by King Jesus and through Christ to the Father. And we are subordinate to him and government is subordinate to the will of the people. That's essentially right in the documents. Go read the Declaration of Independence. It's fantastic. And when you see that and understand the richness of that and what the power of that is, you start to realize what has happened and why these people hate us so much. Our founding fathers knew that we would come under attack. Our founding fathers knew they would try to steal this from us. Our founding fathers knew that if we didn't have the declared rights, rights in the Bill of Rights of freedom of speech, freedom to bear arms, and other things, that these people would do everything in their power to take it and steal it and suppress it so that we'd never be able to do it again. They have not been able to take those away legally, so they try to take them away through influence, through perception, through legislative laws, and right, to point their finger at people. This is why they work so overtime in hate speech. Because at the end of the day, what they're afraid of is not just people speaking about anything. They're afraid of truth, and they're afraid of biblical truth being proven that these people are charlatans, they're fools, they're copycats, they're, they're clowns, they're things. And they're nothing at the end of the day. The, the word of God rules this nation, and it should be in every institution. But again, we have failed at our job as people. We have stood back passively. And when I say passively, they would say, well, I, wait a minute. I don't want the Bible taken out of schools. And there's another loud group of people we assume is big and mighty. And we go, oh, but they do. Okay, but I'm not happy. We should have been in the streets. We should have been in the schools. We should have been taking our kids out of school singing. If you want to take the Bible out of school, we'll take our kids out of school. And if the government comes knocking at your door, 100 neighbors stand up to the government and says, say, if you come near this child or this family, we'll literally drive you out of town. With things like pitchforks and torches. We have to get back to that fervor, that excitement, that energy, that fire that lit this nation up. And that means we have to get to a place where we are understanding what it is that we were given and what it is that we're about to lose. And that's where the Founder's Bible comes in so much. It's a document. The whole idea of even promoting the Founder's Bible isn't about making money by a sponsor. This is about getting it in people's hands for the best value we can so you can read it. And you need a copy. Hence the entire name, Bards FM, Field Manual. Field Manual. What is your Field Manual? It is the Bible. And in particular, it is your founder's Bible. It should be with you at all times. Reading it, digesting it, taking it in, reading about our founding fathers. It just lights up the passion to understand how much our founding fathers believed in Jesus and wanted this country to be literally New Jerusalem. Israel didn't exist then. The Rothschilds hadn't purchased the land and hadn't decided that the Palestinians who had a rightful place on some of that land were going to be exterminated. So, and they didn't have a chance yet to take their fake Jews and stick them in power in institutions across the world quite yet, but they were well on the way. We have to get into the word and start fighting with the righteousness of what we're intended to as patriots of America and raise this country back up as the mighty light on the hill, the city on the hill, that people look up to and go, I want to be there for the right reasons they are drawn here. And yes, there's a place like in Jerusalem where people can all come of different religions and assemble, but there's only one overarching religion, one overarching faith, and that's the faith in the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. That is our God, Yahweh. And when we understand that and that what he includes is to bring all his people together in one land where there is a melting pot of ideas but there is one ultimate arching faith over everything. It's the one true God. We begin to understand the power of this vision of this nation and what it is that they're trying to destroy and take from us. In 2024, if there's one thing that you do, one thing you commit to do, nothing else, Get a copy of the Founder's Bible and make a commitment today to read it cover to cover. You can get a digital version too. It's a lot cheaper if you can't afford the Founder's Bible. Read it cover to cover. Don't stop in the, in the midway. Don't, don't cherry pick it. If you get it the first page, go to the last page. Read every single page within it. Let it absorb into you. Read it as fast as you can initially. And I'm serious. You're a slow reader, whatever, You're a fast reader, whatever, just whatever your fastest pace of reading is, read it, keep reading it, keep going, like a marathon. In a marathon, you don't get to like cruise along the middle of the way and go, wow, those are nice trees. So, like, I'll like will pull over and kind of walk a little bit and feel the bark. No, you just keep running and you catalog it in your mind. You're like, okay, that's pretty cool. When I get through with this run, maybe down the road, I'll come back and I'll enjoy that park or I'll enjoy that cluster of trees or I'll enjoy walking in this neighborhood Right now, people need to just go through the Bible. I mean, front to back, start at the beginning, go to the end. And with this, in the Founder's Bible, you're going to absorb an amazing amount of history that lights us up and fires us up as a nation so we understand what we're fighting for at the core. It isn't just the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. It isn't just our founding fathers and their dream. It is scriptural. It is the Word of God. It is what roots this nation. So as we start to wrap up, we've got about a minute 20 left. I'm just going to close out in a prayer here. Father God, I just want to ask, and in this moment in time, on this day, is literally my birthday, I'm just going to ask for a blessing for this entire nation and for anybody listening across the world to read the Founder's Bible front to back. Make a commitment in your heart to read the Founder's Bible from front to back completely, totally, linearly. Read it. Absorb it. Take it in. And do so with urgency in the heart to get this done. For this is the hour that we need the word in in people's heart to be tattooed deep and to let you and trust you that you will put the scriptures where we need them in our heart as we step forward into this fight in 2024 to lead us, guide us, and raise us up. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So much ahead in 2024. Get in the word. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you next week, same time, same place. Hopefully the video will work. We'll see. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now.
0: The preceding show was sponsored by
1: the global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets, and the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of brightion.tv. brighteonmetals.com, sat123.com. They have put together A really incredible package, emergency backup, communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones, and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down. You need to know about this equipment. So sat123.com, folks.
3: Here at Brighteon and BrydeonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency, which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today.
0: Thank you for supporting Brighteon TV. Please consider helping us by making a reoccurring donation at supportbtv.com. Truth matters.